<laughs> What's up, Rooted fam? It's your girls Doe and Mo here with another episode of the Rooted Life Podcast. And if you don't know by now, which y'all do, but I'll catch you <laughs> up. Uh, we help people pursue wholeness in the areas of faith and relationships. And honestly, we do a little bit of everything. Uh, we have the podcast. Mm-hmm. We got Devos, uh, one of which is on the Version Bible app. Mm-hmm. We've got our social media account at Rooted Life Podcast on Instagram an online course through our partnership with Stand Unshake It and Unshake It, Unshaken, and believe it or not, uh, we're already halfway through this season, Mm-mm-mm. season five, Mm-mm. our friendship season. That's crazy. Uh, can you believe it, Mo? Girl, I'm already saying no. <laughs> I, I'm looking at my calendar like, where did the summer go? Where did my time go? And how did this happen? I'm, I'm just very confused, Dorian. Yeah, me too. And, you know, when you think about it, we cover so much this season to really equip people to strengthen their friendships. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were just talking about this. But funny enough, this is also strengthening <laughs> our friendship because we're having to apply many of the things mm-hmm. that we are sharing with you all. So uh, we've talked about how timely this topic of friendships is after the last year that we had and just kind of the tools that we need to thrive and build fruitful friendships and even how to navigate different types of seasons, ones with no friends, ones with frenemies, um, just so many different gems, man. So many. The Holy <laughs> Spirit, he just kind of snapped, like, in ways that I was like, this will be a good season, but in, thank you. Y'all can't see that she did a little. <laughs> Only with a rock with a snap. Thank you for that. But mm-hmm. last episode was no different. In episode yeah. four, Frenemy Energy, we talked about how to navigate friendship with frenemies. Yeah. And we shared some ways to know when someone is your frenemy some boundaries you can put in place, and some questions you can ask yourself to see if you have more frenemy tendencies or Mm. friendship tendencies. And that episode was so good. So if y'all haven't checked that out, please do so. It Mm. was my favorite episode we've done so far. It was strong, yeah. It it definitely was strong. And a lot of people actually text me off Mm. of episode three as well when we talked about the season with no friends, which is so funny because it was friends of mine texting me about the no friends season. Like, (laughs) man, this really hit. And I'm like, that's just crazy how God does that. So... If you haven't heard that one either, and this is your first episode, just make sure you go back so you have all the pieces. Yep. But today, I'm so excited for us to get into navigating relationships with inconsistent friends. Mm. Child, I'm triggered. <laughs> like, for real triggered. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have this feeling that we're about to both get red again, because yeah. that's just kind of how the Holy Spirit does it. But before I lose all my edges <laughs> yet again, let's just go ahead and get into the glows and grows. All right. Grow, grow, grow. Let's see. I just feel like God is stretching me. He's always stretching you, but I feel like in this season, he's like, sometimes he just turns the heat up a couple notches and you're just like, you're really, oh, we're growing. Mm -hmm. Oh, we have to work through that. Oh, okay. So (laughs) the grow is that I'm like really being stretched in every area. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, this is so much. So it's good. I'm happy about growing, but Mm -hmm. I like the results of being made into his likeness. I don't like the process of dying to my flesh to for that to happen. And Mm -hmm. that's the part that I'm like, he's like, oh, that's pride. Oh, that's ego. And I'm like, "Mm -hmm." mm-hmm. Just tight-lipped. Ain't got nothing to say. Nothing to say. (laughs) Tight-lipped. But you're right, Holy Spirit. Once again, we accept it. We love it. So hopefully one day that'll be my growth. Like, y'all remember when I was in that growing (laughs) season? So I'm just going to speak that into existence. Amen. Uh, My glow is that I'm getting more comfortable public speaking. Now that I work for the church, and have been tapped quite frequently. <laughs> Girl, every week. I'm like, oh, I'm up there again. What you talking about this time? <laughs> Literally every week. I'm like, I'll be on oh, stage she's talking again. A lot. 
Um, I also have a lot of projects and stuff. So. I do be doing a lot, which yeah. is good. But it's cool to see, like, just watch myself step into that with more comfortability. And honestly, just more trust in the Holy Spirit to work through me. Like, I'm not even getting nervous anymore. Mm. Um, Come on, so that's God. cool to see him do that and help me be comfortable and to be personable and I think my authentic self. So mm-hmm. that's been cool to, to watch him build that that gift. That's dope. I love that. And it always, it excites me to see you stepping into that more confidently. Mm. I just think about like when we first started doing podcast <laughs> stuff, girl, where you just had to remember like, check us out on Instagram. <laughs> and you would literally be do like, it. so if you could just check us out on Instagram. And I'm like, we're on Instagram, Morgan. They don't need I to would check. be so Like just the little nervous. things. You'll be so nervous. And this would be like in front of my phone. Like not, this right. is not even Instagram live. One line. Like literally. Now. And so to see you get up there and deliver like whole pages of literally. information in front of hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. Like that's only God. And True. so that always, I'm always like in the crowd model. Like, oh, thank you. Secretly taking pictures. So, um, yeah. So this week, my grow, I think it's just uh, stewarding my time better. Mm. I think overall, in general, I'm like a poor time manager. I recognize that. I get mm. things done when I need to, but I kind of like the pressure of like, you have an hour. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I don't know why, like, I just, I go in and I get it done now, but it's like, you don't have to live under the pressure of that tight timeline. Mm, true. If maybe you were on Instagram a little bit later, uh, less, or mm. if you had prioritized your time in a different way. So anyway, um, yeah, I just want to be better about my time. And somebody once said that, um, you know, your time is borrowed from God. Like we don't really own anything, mm. whether it's our money, our relationships, like whatever it is, mm-hmm. like everything belongs to him. And if I'm borrowing his time, I want to be a good steward of That's it. Good. Um, so, yeah, that is where I am for my grow this week. And my glow, ironically, is that I have been actively wanting to grow. And I oh. just was like, I was proud of myself, even with like, you know, we had our prayer call and you like mentioned just about like, oh, how you were feeling kind of a way around some friendships. And I was mm-hmm. like, wait. Oh, I called you after the call to be like, wait, are we talking about us? Like, and if we are like, what can I be doing to better support you? And like, girl, though, two years ago, just wouldn't have done that. Even last summer, I probably wouldn't have done that. True. So just the, the, um, the comfortability and the confidence that Mm -hmm. I feel like I have in being like, it'll be hard to hear something about myself, Mm -hmm. but it's going to make me better. And I'm just proud of that. So mm-hmm. um, I'm sure with that being said, that oh, there will gosh. be Now you're going to have so things. much growth this week. Mm, probably so, guys. Okay. But I'm standing firm in it. And, okay. uh, you know, the only way to get better is to go through. So, And I think that's one of the beauty of, of having a, a friendship that spans years is that you can mm. see the other person's growth. Yeah. Because you're watching God move in their <laughs> life. And it's such a gift to watch God move yeah. and heal and redeem. And so, yeah, you have grown. When you called me, I was like, that girl's mature. You even said on the phone, you were like, wow, you, you really want to grow here. <laughs> I said that? Like, you said something along those lines, like, oh, man, that's, like, so good, so nice of you, or something like that, that I was yeah. just like, yeah, I wouldn't have done this, but but here we are. Here we are. It that girl good. is growing. We love it. All right, let's uh, jump into this episode, girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like we said, today we are talking about inconsistent friends. And mm-hmm. honestly, this topic is tough for so many reasons. For one... 
I think consistency looks different for different people. Like mm -hmm. it's so subjective. The way you decide to show up in a relationship will be based on your upbringing, your life experiences, your preference, your personality, yeah. the season you're in. And I think this presents so many problems in friendships and relationships because two different people, like two people in the same relationship can be operating from two different definitions of consistency you're and what it looks like in the relationship. And I think secondly, most people don't think they're inconsistent. No. <laughs> because we all define it by ourselves. It's like, yeah, I'm being consistent yeah, based I'm off great. of my definition. So uh, we're good. Mm -hmm. And we may not realize that we have different definitions in that friendship. So we could be showing up inconsistently in a friendship and honestly be blind to it because mm -hmm. we're just operating off of our own definition and our preferences. Yeah. And I think thirdly, even if we are aware that we're being inconsistent, like we may be underestimating the ways that it's impacting our friend and hurting yeah. our relationship with yeah. them. Yeah. I think that last point is the one that really hits for me. Like sometimes we're completely oblivious to how our behavior is impacting others. And mm. part of that is also, it's kind of sometimes based on like, has the other person communicated their needs? True as well as have we decided to prioritize our friendship in a way that allows us to show up. So mm. it's kind of twofold. And like one thing I've learned about inconsistency is that people make time for what they want to make time for. Girl. Period. Period. And like similar to how I talked earlier about stewarding my time, it's like, you know, we can easily neglect others if we're not being thoughtful about our time. Mm -hmm. And I've always found it helpful, like when we're having these conversations, like you mentioned, to define the words together because mm -hmm. it allows us to understand, are we really coming from the same place? Right. So I'm really just curious if you and I even have similar <laughs> or different perspectives about what consistency means mm -hmm. in our relationships. So how would you define consistency for you? Okay, for me, it's established regularity and effort we put into communicating interacting, mm. talking, and spending time. And I think that's going to look different for different friendships. I yep. have different levels of what we've established as our regularity of how this relationship flows. Right. And there's like, it's established, even if the season's different, we may have a new establishment. Like a Correct. friend of mine just had a baby. So we know that we're not going to talk as much mm -hmm. and that's been established mm -hmm. and that's fine. So for me, it's about the regularity and the flow that we both agreed upon. Yeah, I like the word established because there that means there's some alignment between right. both parties versus there being like miscommunication between between the two and I think for me consistency is about dependency mm. like do I feel like if I call on you you're gonna be there like mm. can I trust you are you gonna are you gonna show up can I count on you mm. and if if there's a relationship where I already know okay like this person is not a texter or you don't really answer the phone like if I already understand that our relationship has like a specific um, dynamic, then mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I understand that. Right. Because we've already established that yet again. But if you're somebody who never texts back or never picks up Girl. the phone, how am I to even really be able to honor and value this relationship as a true friend? I'm already feeling my blood <laughs> boil. I'm like, I might have some things I need to process with God Ooh. later because I feel myself getting upset. Me <laughs> and my homegirls. Gosh. Okay. So let's kind of dive into how inconsistency hurts friendships, but I want to just reference people back to our Devo. We actually wrote a Devo about friendships. And one of the pillars that we said that people need for healthy friendships is consistency. Mm -hmm. And that's because consistency provides stability, mm -hmm. security, and trust. Oof. And inconsistency literally does the opposite. Yep. It erodes intimacy. It elevates insecurity. Mm -hmm. And it eliminates a willingness to invest. Come on, Ease. Come <laughs> That's on. it right there. And just to be clear, what we're talking about today is different from when a friend is going through a new season. Right. And you have to shift 
your consistency because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with that, you just kind of have to have a conversation about what is going to, how the change will impact your consistency if you can, mm-hmm. but just trying to be understanding and give grace in that particular situation. Yeah. And but, I, can I just add something there? Mm-hmm. I think too, that even if you don't have a chance, the grace part is big. Cause if someone has a big yeah. life event, we may not have time because maybe like my friend had a baby, but I know enough about how it works when you're a new mom mm-hmm. that she's going to be, busy so sometimes it's like even if you can't establish it understanding that this season is requiring a lot of emotional energy and they just may not have it in this season and that's okay yeah yeah I think that's really thoughtful and allows you to be like even if that person had time they they probably don't have energy to be able to like engage healthily in a in building and and maintaining a relationship so you just got to give room for certain things but what we're talking about today girl are friends who are consistently inconsistent Mm, 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 mm. that's funny right there uh this means that in any life season like this person it's difficult to build security and trust with them Mm -hmm. now in both instances it like it goes without saying that we're called to extend grace even with friends that aren't consistently inconsistent they deserve grace as well because we have to recognize that they're struggling in this area and that's where we use effective communication as a tool to navigate Mm. so now that we've kind of established what we're talking about when it when we're talking about inconsistency we know that consistency is important but sometimes we don't realize the adverse effects and Mm. how inconsistency is hurting the friendship yeah so let's talk about like the impact of inconsistency on our friendships let's do it girl the first way that inconsistency inconsistency impacts our friendships is that it erodes intimacy like Mm. over time you're just not going to be as close you're not even going to feel as close as friends and I think one of the reasons we talked about is because you start to lose that depth yeah and that closeness because every time you meet you have to cover so much distance talk about all the surface things (laughs) the job the stuff that is like important but doesn't have always a lot of depth yeah you have to cover so much distance every time to even get to the deep heart level things yep I think it also erodes intimacy because it erodes trust. Like you, it makes it hard for you to know when and how that friend is going to show up for you. And it makes you question whether you can actually trust them to show up in the mm. friendship at all. Yep. And this is hard. Let me just say that like this part for me is hard, <laughs> but I think one of the things that I'm learning um, and one of the tools I've used is that observation and a communication. So mm. for me, like a lot of my friendships and most of my relationships shifted over COVID. Either we talk mm-hmm. more than we used to, we don't talk that much or we don't hang out at all. Um, and so one of the things that we've talked about is just like sharing like, hey, I've noticed this blanket statement, not any kind of, and I think it's tempting there to kind of be passive aggressive mm-hmm. and say some kind of smart comment, mm-hmm. but like being as objective as possible. Like, hey, I've noticed that our friendship has shifted some um, and I would really like us to spend as much time as we did before or figure mm-hmm. out a way to make it work. Like, what do you think about it? Um, and I think just something that we were talking about earlier too, before recording is like, it's important to give people a chance to show up. Like if you don't tell them what you need, how can they even show up? Um, but I think you have to share your experience and what you desire in the most non-accusatory way as yes. possible. Yes. Because if you come off defensive and accusing them, then their walls are going to come up and you're not going to actually have the intimacy that you want. So I think that you have to process that with God before and get all those, that anger and whatever frustration it is. You can come to them, share the the observation as gently and objective as you can, and then share your desire. Mm. Um, And I think a pro tip here is like, be open to the friendship shifting. Cause you might say like, I would like us to spend more time. And they may just say like, work is really hard for me this season and I can, but here's what I can do. So Mm -hmm. I think you can do all this, but also just be open that, the friendship may need to shift some as people have different life changes and go through different seasons. Yeah. Oh, all of that was so good. Mm. I think particularly when you talked about the non-accusatory way of coming to 
someone mm. in our hurt, we often, I think, just have a wall already yeah. up. We're on attack mode, period. Right. Like, and all we have is our limited perspective where that means that like, like we've talked about before, we are the victim of every story of ours. Right. Like every single right. story, we're the victim, the victim and the other person is the villain. So I think if we started to shift that to like, I feel hurt about something, but like, this is still my friend. Mm-hmm. And and my end goal is for us to have a better friendship, exactly. not for me to make them feel bad, right. not any of that. Like my end goal is I still want to be friends, you know? Right. And so I think approaching it from that perspective too softens your heart in mm-hmm. a way that allows you to come to them really kind. Yep. And I think to, the, to that point, being able to communicate what you actually need, because sometimes, and we'll get to this later, there's things you need that that person just simply as a human can't. They can't. Do can't it, baby. They can't <laughs> and that's why you have to process before you bring it to them. Bringing it to Correct. them and trying to process at the same time is a big mistake. Oh, terrible. Terrible. So that, but I just think it's so important to tell people what you need. Like, what I need is, mm-hmm. like, in a very tangible way, I yes. would like us to hang out once a month. Correct. Okay, so now we can work on if that can happen. But I think so often we come accusing and defensive and we don't actually know what we need so that then you're <laughs> yeah. both like so what so what do you actually what want you me to want do me here to i'm not do? i'm not clear confusing actually. and then y'all yeah. both hurt and mad and y'all don't even get and to upset. a solution mm-hmm. i'm upset yeah that's good i think that one really plays into our next one about mm. how inconsistency elevates insecurity yeah and it really it creates less security and stability in the relationship which plays out two ways the first one is like okay anything that is less stable it means that it's susceptible to crumbling, essentially. Mm. So consistency builds a secure foundation so that when storms come, there's a level of depth that we have that we don't just fall apart. So if we're having a little bit of a tiff, we have enough relational equity Mm -hmm. built that we're able to sit here and say, okay, cool. I know that we're having this little moment, but this is not like typical of us. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to give you the benefit of the doubt, assume the best and kind of move through it a little bit more quickly. Mm -hmm. So really it's just about establishing depth to the relationship. There has to be a level of depth in order to be able to kind of withstand some of these storms. Mm -hmm. And I think the second part is that inconsistency will elevate our personal insecurities in a friendship. And sometimes we have to just ask the question like, Am I being, is my friend's lack of consistency personal? Because I haven't dealt with something in my own life. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, we had such a good example of this in our friendship, how we were talking about spending more time together. Mm -hmm. And you were able to identify like, hey, I think part of this is like me, but there is actually something that I need from you. And you were able to clearly articulate it. And we were able to kind of move through that. So whether it's like a lack of security or a personal insecurity, inconsistency can make it really difficult for us to just feel safe in our friendship. So I think that like the pro tip here or kind of the tool that we can use to address it is to just really think about like, okay, what's you versus what's them. Mm -hmm. Um, So if it's you, then it's like, all right, you got to spend some time reconciling that with God. Like you can't be bringing your stuff to other people who can't fix it. Don't have anything to do with it. We have to bring it to God and maybe through that, he directs us to therapy. He directs us to, you know, go back and do some forgiveness work with some mm-hmm. past friendships, whatever it needs to be. But that's a you and God thing. Mm-hmm. And I think the first step is owning that it's you. Right. Like the more that you try to deflect, then the longer it's going to linger and you don't actually heal. Yeah. And then part two, when it's what's them, it's like, OK, you got to figure out if you want to reconcile with them. And share what it is that you're experiencing. So come with examples, not to Mm -hmm. bombard them, but to be able to really tangibly say, like, here's the picture of what I've been experiencing and here's what I need from you. And the second part, you know, express why consistency is important to you. Like, 
be able to articulate why you think this would make us better friends. Mm-hmm. I think if, you know, when you come to me and you're like, hey, I think that we would be better as a result of this thing. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, like I want to be better friends mm-hmm. with you. So I'm able to receive it better. And then I think the last thing is just like leave room to hear other people's perspective. Because mm, yeah. again, like you have been telling yourself one side of the story right. and there is some truth to that, but they also probably have a truth that you haven't even seen yet. Yep. Ooh, that's good. Mm. With three T's back. Come on now. I think also. <laughs> With three T's. <laughs> I think also the humility it takes Ooh. to be able to consider, in the middle of you being hurt by someone's action, to consider what of this is actually my own issue. Mm-hmm. That's hard. That's very that takes hard. so much maturity because like we said, we want to be the victim. So we want to so off all accountability. <laughs> so bad. We want everyone to be the evil, mean people trying to hurt us. I'm like, why do we want that? Like, oh, why would I want my it. best friend to purposely try to right. hurt me? Like, why would I be trying to shake you out here, bro? Come on now. Why would I? It takes so much just emotional maturity mm-hmm. and humility to pause in the moment of feeling hurt by someone yeah. and to turn it back towards you and ask yourself, like, what if this is my own baggage? Mm. It just takes so much. Cause we were talking, just saying it like you want to be the victim so bad that you never think that maybe in this moment, it's not somebody else. Like, no. Maybe it's actually you. You don't want to, maybe that. it's you. Can you imagine that being so mad at someone and then having a moment being like, Oh, it's not even about them. Ooh. It's actually my own issue. That's the, it just feels you feel so, so- Ooh. Baby, I'm sitting there looking dumb. You're just feeling so stupid. <laughs> Lip poked out. Like, and then oh, man. you probably need to go back and apologize. Right. Because you've likely taken it out on someone who right. they ain't even do anything. Right. So then you got to come back even with more humility. Oh, my goodness. Like, hey, man, I know I was acting like this. I realized that it was that. It's just, that's just a whole nother thing. Baby. That's, that's a whole word on its own. Yeah. Uh, the be better at apologizing. Piece. Like, yeah. just get real familiar with saying, I'm sorry, y'all. Ooh. authentically not like uh, a, i'm sorry if you felt that way because no. no like i really am sorry for hurting your feelings mm-hmm. and meaning it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think that will help too even if you have been inconsistent and a friend approaches you like yes. just, uh, even if you didn't mean to just, just apologize because they because they were hurt and yeah. you love them and you hate to see them hurt and Come that's on. enough yep okay let's keep going Go ahead. Uh, the third way that inconsistency hurts friendships is that it just eliminates the willingness to invest mm. because it's emotionally exhausting. Nothing makes me more sleepy, Dorian. <laughs> Nothing makes me want to take more of a nap than being left to guess. Oh, God. It literally, that might be one of my new pet peeves. It is. <laughs> it might be my number one. That's a big one. Pet peeve to be left wondering why, like, why mm-hmm. aren't they inconsistent? Like, why aren't they being consistent? Why haven't they texted me back? Mm-hmm. Why haven't they called me? Mm-hmm. Um, well, won't they make an effort? And because they haven't communicated effectively and clearly you're left guessing. And that's really unfair mm-hmm. and it's honestly selfish. selfish. It is. It's selfish because you don't want to have one hard conversation. You let someone sit around for weeks and months wondering. Mm. It's, it's inconsiderate. Even when you brought it to let me, I feel myself being triggered. Let me move on. <laughs> Move on, God. We're going to work on it. We're going to work on it. Um, And I think this is hard, too, which is what I was just about to say, is like when you've had the conversation, but the behavior remains, you're just kind of like, you're just tired. That right there. You're just tired. That's it for me. <laughs> That's it for me. It's like, sleepy. okay, I'm, I ain't got nothing else. I don't know what else to I've get. I've said what I needed to say. We've discussed. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, it, what what is going to be? I don't know. It's not given what it's supposed to have gave. No. So I don't know what else giving. I'm supposed to do. <laughs> um, and we mentioned this earlier. I think a lot of people's relationships and friendships shifted during the pandemic. Right. And for me, like some of those friendships have been worth mending and mm-hmm. trying to figure out, okay, what's our new, like, 
what's our new rhythm. thing, our new yeah. rhythm. Yeah. Um, and some of them honestly weren't. And for the two that were worth it, I had conversations with their friends about the lack of communication, the canceling plans last minute, the mm-hmm. not returning phone calls, too busy to hang out, but on Instagram. Ooh. That part gets me. Ooh. How you not going to text me for days, but you be all in the stories? Ooh. You be all in the stories, but you Ooh. say you busy. I don't get it. Yikes. I don't get it. That Instagram really messed folks up, though. Instagram real. really does get people, period. <laughs> it also is just, in my opinion, it's just like, I'm, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's different if we, again, if we do not have relational equity. Right. And you see me on Instagram, don't worry about it, sweetheart. We ain't <laughs> even friends like that. Like, <laughs> but if you are the homie. Right. And I see you living life Kardashian style ah. on Insta. <laughs> And I can't get no talk in the text. Oh, square up. It's over. <laughs> let's on talk. site. Let's it's on site. On site. What's up? But I think part of that, too, just left me feeling hurt mm. and worn out. And I yeah. just started to question, like, is it wise for me to continue to invest mm. in this friendship at the way that I was before? Right. Right. Like, is this actually wise? Because I love those friends so much, but I just started to feel like even after having the conversation, we talked about the observation and the communication, like, they just weren't really, they weren't willing or yeah. able in this season to meet me halfway to find a level of consistency that worked for both of us. Right. What I found is that when you tell your level of cons- consistency, they can share theirs. But at the end, you have to have a, a joint and established, like Correct. we talked about earlier, definition. But sometimes people aren't willing to budge. Nope. They're like, no, nope, my <laughs> schedule's too full. I can't. Yeah. Like, okay. Can right. we try this? But sometimes people just don't. They don't want to. And that's okay. And that's okay. They're mm-hmm. allowed to have that. They don't owe that to you. Um, so for my own health, I just fell back from a few friendships. Like, we're still cool. I love them. If I see them, I'm hugging them. Mm-hmm. I, I want to hang out with them. But I just had to shift how I'm investing in that relationship for yeah. my own emotional health and mm-hmm. my own mental health. Um, so for me, the tool that we kind of talked about is you have to question if your investment is worth it. Mm. Um, and we kind of mentioned this earlier, but you have to start questioning and praying whether this is the best use of your time and energy. Like Dorian said, that wow. time is from God. Borrowed. So God, am I spending my time, your time in a way that's wise? Mm-hmm. And maybe I need to limit the amount of energy I put into this relationship, or maybe I have to shift it because I want to honor God at the end of the day. I want to honor myself as mm-hmm. a temple. Yep as his temple and I want to honor his children. So we have to consider that maybe the relationship needs to shift or change, or maybe it's served a season, but we have to start to have those honest questions with God first yeah. to figure out what's the best next step. Mm. And I think we just can't be so tied to a friendship that we won't let it change. Come on. Sometimes we like the way it functions so much that we can't even imagine that maybe there's a new way it needs to move and function that is better for both people. Mm-hmm. Maybe it needs to evolve into something different or maybe it's time to change. But if we're, if we're holding on to something too tight, it's an idol mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's an idol. Yep. Um, I think also you have to ask yourself, like, am I being a good steward of my heart? Mm-hmm. Like, am I treating myself kindly by continuing to operate in this way with this friend? Mm. Like, am I abusing myself by continuing to operate in the same way with them when they've shown me clearly that they're not, they just can't meet me there. And we have to just ask ourselves, like, do I want to continue putting myself out there for this person in a way if they're not in a position to receive and reciprocate what I'm giving? Yeah. Maybe I need to shift. (laughs) Maybe I need to change. And that's okay. So I think at the end of the day, the pro tip for that one is you have to pray and be willing to shift accordingly. 
um, ask God what's the next step. And I think regardless of the decision you make for the friendship, we have to make sure we're moving from a place of peace mm-hmm. and wisdom yes. and discernment and yes. love and not from a place of resentment or Correct. bitterness. But God, I just want to steward what you've given me, my time, my energy, my resources. I want to honor other people. How do I do that in this friendship in a way that is good for my mental health mm-hmm. and personal stability and also loving towards them? Yeah. Wow. 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 Wow, this might be my new favorite episode. Easily. I mean, it's just, it's so real life. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally while you were talking, just so many people were coming up in my mind. Mm. So many circumstances where when you said the line of like, am I abusing myself by continuing to push forward in this thing that Mm. is like not resulting in something healthy for me? Like I'm consistently hurt, consistently disappointed, consistently upset, consistently let down. It's like, what, what you doing then, baby girl? <laughs> and also for who? For who, you know? And so, yeah, that, that part mm. really got me because I think that it is a form of self-destruction to continue to yeah. push through things that are clearly not serving and honoring us well. Mm. And so, yeah, I, I've thought about how many times I had to just realize Oh, I need to shift. Yeah. I can't keep pressing on this and trying to get them to text me or to yeah. be responsive or to show up. Like, no, I just need to shift. I need to pull back. I need to let whatever go. And I kind of need to accept that this is how our relationship has changed. And Ooh. that's okay. Yeah. And that is okay. Well, let so. me ask something right there. This goes for romantic relationships at well. Baby, we know we're talking about friendships, <laughs> but go ahead, get into it. Just I just think that sometimes the most loving thing I can do for myself is to just, I'm sorry, the most loving thing I can do for other people is love them where they're at. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you don't call people higher, but my desire to keep trying to change you into something you are not is actually manipulative Mm -hmm. and it's not loving. I need to just accept who you are, love you there, and then ask myself, because they're in a season or wherever they're at, they're not willing to kind of move in a way that actually serves both of us. I need to be the one to make the shift for myself. But I think sometimes we want to change people into the type of friend Mm -hmm. or partner or spouse, but like that's who they are. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the most healthy things I've had to do, even in my like friendships or relationships with family members is like, I have to accept who you are Mm -hmm. and maybe just ask myself, okay, how do I move differently in a way that's healthy? Right. Yeah. And even like sometimes I find myself trying to wait it out to see if you're going to get to be. I know, especially like this whole new process of dating, Mm. which zero out of five stars. y'all Would not recommend. (laughs) (laughs) But legitimately just this idea of like, do I need to be waiting it out to see if they get there or if they're able to meet me with my level of consistency? Like just want to communicate regularly. But, you know, the thing that my dad said, it's like, you have all the data that you need right mm. in front of you. Come on. If someone is not consistently like wanting to engage with you, then that's the information that you need to know yeah. they don't want to. Yeah. So what what are you going to do in response to that? Right. You, you're going to keep being the first one to text. You're going to keep going out of your way to try to make yourself known. Or are you just going to pull back, process that data and make a decision based off of what exactly is in front of you, right. not the potential of where it mm-hmm. could go. Cause you don't have control over that. You have Period. control over you. Potential ain't worth a quarter, Baby, okay? No. No. And it, we just went on a whole <laughs> nother tangent, guys, but this is good this stuff is good. as it relates to just literally like how do we position ourselves to be involved in healthy relationships? Yeah. We've been talking about friendships, but like Mo said, it applies to literally any relationship in our lives. Yeah. And so, you know, we like to recap. So just got to make it. sure y'all got all the info that we covered in this episode, three ways inconsistency impacts our friendships and how we should address them. Number one, it erodes intimacy. 
Number two, it elevates insecurity. And number three, it eliminates a willingness to invest. But the ways that we can address these challenges is by one, sharing our observations with language like, I noticed this and what I'd like to see in our relationship is this. Mm -hmm. Number two, reconciling what of the tension is us and what of it is them. Mm -hmm. And then finally, evaluating the value of your investment. Pray about it and then just shift accordingly. That's good right there. This, baby, baby, Holy Spirit. Wow. I mean, we said we thought he would drag us, but this, he outdid himself. I mean, thank you, God, for showing up and teaching us. I mean, go off. Girl, what an episode. Y'all, we mentioned it in this episode, but if you want a resource to help you thrive in your friendships, then feel free to check out our devotional Thrive on the YouVersion Bible app. You can type in The Rooted Life and you will find us there. You can also click the link in our bio on our Instagram page at Rooted Life Podcast to find the devotional and other great resources that we have. Yep, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, y'all do us a favor and rate us five stars. So many of you uh, tell us that you love our podcast. Okay, if you want to love our podcast, come on, show us, baby. Leave that review. It helps us out so much. Yes, please. And shout out to Raquel Jim, who actually did drop us a hey. review and said she loves how we expose <laughs> ourselves. Look, that made me laugh because praise <laughs> the Lord for vulnerability. And we're honestly just glad to see that it's a blessing for mm-hmm. y'all. So it's been real. We love y'all, and we can't wait to see you in the next episode. So y'all stay rooted.